We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser, Nick Asher, you know what I love about this time of year is we finally have like a, we're seeing the good teams separate themselves from the rest in the NFL. We are. We're not going to sit here and BS and it's three, four games in. You're like, well, you know, if they can keep this pace and they can, no, you're starting to see the bad ones fall off and you're seeing teams that maybe had tough starts to the year that were underachieving like the Broncos start to make those runs and start to get more to the level of what at least on paper they look like. Once Thanksgiving hits, Nick, that's when the big boy football starts. Yep. That's when we get yep. rivalry week. That's when we get championship week. That's when we get the balls, and that's when we get – that's when in the NFL we really start looking at the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. We start looking at the NFL playoff machine. You love going in there and typing in the different scenarios. Oh, of and course. Seeing, oh, it's the best. Absolutely love it. This is when I start doing that, so I'm with you, man. I it's it's awesome. When you when you have in the hunt or if the playoffs started today and <laughs> oh, it's yeah. five, six weeks into the season, doesn't really mean that much, no. other than maybe giving you a little perspective. Now now it means something. All right, you went through your top ten already. Let's go back through that again. What's your top ten? All right, so we got the Niners at number one. The Ravens are number two. They play, by the way, on Christmas Day. Whew, can't wait. Eagles number three, Chiefs number four, Cowboys five. Dolphins 6, Jags 7, Lions 8, Texans 9, and the Broncos are number 10. If the college playoff committee wants to rank teams, you should give me a call because that (laughs) is a professional list. It's not a bad list, PJ. Mine's slightly different, though, with the Texans in it. 10, Bills 9, Jags 8, Lions 7. That's what I got through so far. And then I'll move to the Cowboys at number 6. And, you know, the Cowboys are a great regular season team. It's when you get to the playoffs, when it's real big boy football Indeed. that they throw up all over themselves. But we're not in the playoffs yet, so I can't count this year in the playoffs because if I had a crystal ball, I'd be able to tell you what happens, and I'd make a lot of money off of it. But I don't I don't have a uh, sports almanac like Biff and Back to the Future because if I also had that, I'd also have a lot of money, but I don't have that. I'd buy that private island and hang out with Jimbo Fisher and his private island. And I'd, don't what a have, gig he has, right? Here's $76 million. <laughs> Go away. Okay. Yeah, seriously. That's fine with me. See you later. <laughs> he wasn't pleading. No, yeah. are you oh, sure? Oh, oh. Are you sure? Well, you, you twisted my arm. I guess I'll take the Can $76 I please million. please stay? Oh, God. Please. Just, I think he's calling Frank Reich, and the two of them are having a cocktail uh-huh. party because Reich was also 25000 a day? He, Reich had money from the Colts gig oh, that's and right. from this. And I know, you know, Josh McDaniels can join him, too. It's just what a That's life. why Frank Reich, who's going to be, I think he's turning 63 soon, right, said this is probably my last dip in like the At NFL this level. Yeah. Like, why would you bother? Go is it coach worth high school. It's low pressure, and you've got tens of millions of dollars. Easiest, easiest decision in the world. You mm-hmm. mentioned Tepper and the Snyder affect or effect. It looks like it a little I bit. I mean, it, isn't it starting to see show its head? There's a little of a lot going on right there. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> I think the Carolina Panthers are going to be a very dysfunctional franchise for a long time. I feel bad for Bryce Young. Clearly, the Panthers are not going to be in my uh, top 10 power rankings. But uh, the Cowboys are. They're in at six. They just need to beat a team over 500. Like, we really haven't seen them step up to the level of competition. They're great at beating the bad teams. They're great at blowing my commanders out, which, thank you, by the way, it got Jack Del Rio fired. We wanted everybody fired on this team, and little by little, that's going to happen. But, really, losses are going to be good. So, the more losses, the better for Washington. We'll take it. But... You know, you have these losses if you're the Cowboys to the 49ers, to the Eagles. Those are two contenders. Those are the two best teams in the NFC. And you could argue the two best teams in the NFL right now. And you lost to them. And you lost to the 49ers especially. I mean, that was it was embarrassing. But the Cowboys have won 13 straight games at home, which is a plus. And they got a lot of games at home down the stretch, which is really going to help them. 
Deron Bland is also turning into a shutdown corner. Like, he's not just uh, go out and, you know, risk a reward, you know, like D'Angelo Hall used to be years ago, where he'd get beat deep or he was going to pick you off. You're seeing more from Deron Bland, and that really helps, obviously, with the Trayvon Diggs injury this year. We wondered who was going to step up for Dallas. Well, Deron Bland has been that story, and it's been a great one. So that's a major plus for Dallas. But again, go beat teams that are actually winning teams winning franchises this season, and then I'll take you seriously. Same thing for the the Dolphins. If I'm going to say it about Dallas, I'm going to say it about the team at number five, and that's the Miami Dolphins. Beat a team with a winning record. They beat a team sitting at 500. I want to see a real win. The problem is you're not going to get a real test until the last three weeks because you got the Cowboys. So test for both of them. Talk about a great matchup between the Cowboys Literally. and Dolphins. I'm betting an overtime in that game. You better it, believe it. it. And a tie. It yep. does. And a tie. Uh, and a Could tie. you imagine if it that would... game ends in a tie? Beat somebody over five. Okay, never mind. I guess I'm we're just... betting that. And you, I just hope I remember to do it. I got to write that down. The Cowboys, your Ravens, and Bills are going to be the last three weeks of the season for yep. the Dolphins. So I think that there's certainly going to be a lot of tests there if we're still questioning whether or not this team can be you know, make real noise when it comes to the playoffs. They've gotten better defensively, though. We kind of knew this was going to happen. Jalen Ramsey looks like Jags Jalen Ramsey. Like, we're sitting here and going, oh, they've now forced nine turnovers and and 14 sacks since Jalen Ramsey got out on the field week eight. Oh, okay, maybe it's not so... Maybe they're better defensively than we thought. And that's what really matters, because we know that this offense can score with anybody. Anybody, if you're the Miami Dolphins. But the question is, what can you do defensively? And when you take Jalen Ramsey and Adam to the equation, but you take Jalen Phillips out now, of course, with that torn Achilles, it may just balance itself out. And that's the biggest thing for the Dolphins, though. Show me what type of team you are defensively. Your Ravens, I put at number four, PJ. And and I, I debated this a lot with a couple of the teams up here because I really love the Ravens, too. The top four for me is kind of like the back end of this where you could rotate a couple of teams in and justify all of them. The Ravens are the only team to rank in the top ten in all three phases of the game, which is a major, major plus for them. But I'm a little concerned at the loss of Mark Andrews. I mean, that's something that can really be a problem. That's the safety net. That that's your really still your go-to pass catcher if you're Lamar Jackson. That concerns me. But if Odell Beckham Jr., who we're starting to see trend in the right direction, continues to do that, that's going to take away some of that blow a little bit. And, I mean, offensively right now, they're averaging the most points, almost 28 a game since Lamar Jackson's MVP season back in 2019. They're holding teams to an NFL best, 15.5 points a game. They're at the top there. So if this continues, I'm jumping them up even farther. As it goes on, I just I want to see now what it, I want to see them hold on to a damn lead, and I know you do too. So that's really what concerns me a little bit is yes. these blown leads are something that makes me just a little bit hesitant about them right now. And when you go up and see what they did against the Chargers, who are at least good offensively, you feel good about it. But there's just it, th- these games are too close at the end when they shouldn't be. So that's why I put the Ravens in at four. I put the Chiefs in at three. Uh, and, and the Chiefs are just a hard team to read right now because well, when you have Patrick Mahomes, you got everything. Mm-hmm. When you've got a defense that's generated, you know, a, a, a ton, like a ton of like they're getting after every quarterback they see. They gave Jalen Hurts absolute hell last week, but. What do we 
think we're going to get from Travis Kelsey even the rest of the season. It's up, down, up, down. Taylor Swift's in the stands. He's happy. Taylor Swift's not there. He's sad, and all of a sudden, he just isn't catching the football, and he's got a article with Forbes or GQ, wherever the hell it was. He's like, I'm thinking about retirement all the time. I don't want to hear the, my, my go-to receiver, my go-to pass catcher talking about retirement right now during the season. If I'm, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, yo, focus on this. Let's talk about this at the end of the season. But at least now, they're starting to see that Rasheed Rice is a guy you need to target more, right? Eight receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown against Vegas. But they also down 14 nothing in the game. That's a little concerning. You've had 19 turnovers from this offense this year. They're turning the ball over too much. Almost 7% of their passes are dropped this year. That's a problem. They can't have those drops. We know that they've been issues. So it's just... The weak pass-catching situation for them is is really, really concerning. This is where I struggle the most, though. 49ers or Eagles at number one? I went with San Francisco at number two, even though I still think they're the best team in the NFL. I can't fault the Eagles if they just keep winning. So I, I you win games, even if it's ugly. Right now, they have the best record in the NFL if you're the Eagles. So I leave them at number one. I put the 49ers at number two. I mean, dominating wins over the Cowboys, the Jags, the Seahawks. They haven't needed any comebacks. This is a team that when now we will have it decided. They play the Eagles on Sunday. That's it. We're going to know who the best team is in the NFL in my eyes. Right there, whoever wins that game. By the way, I think the 49ers win that game. I like them to cover. I think they win that game outright. Well, obviously, if they cover, they win the game outright. But I, they, they've over they outscored their last three opponents by a combined 92-30. to 30. 15 sacks over the last three games. They're getting after the quarterback. They're scoring a ton of points. They're making life hell for teams. The 49ers look like the best team in the NFL. The problem is, to me, the Eagles keep winning, and I'm not going to hold it against a team that keeps on winning. Brock Purdy, by the way, completing 70% of his passes, one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the NFL. But, you know, the ability for the Eagles, PJ, for me to stay calm in these games, to they average 14.6 points a game in the second half. They're scoring. That's the best in the NFL. They're comfortable. They're relaxed. They looked horrible in the first half against the Chiefs. And the second half comes around, and they're like, we got this. And that's a testament to Jalen Hurts, who really didn't even put up great numbers in that win against the Bills, yet looked like an MVP. And, you know, in the end, the defensive imbalance is a problem for them. They're third against the run, but they're 29th against the pass. They've given up the second most passing touchdowns in the NFL. They're a middle-of-the-pack takeaway team, but they still find ways to win these games. I think the 49ers are more complete, more balanced team, but the Eagles are finding ways to win, and that matters too. What you do in these clutch situations absolutely matters. How you handle late-game situations when the pressure's on absolutely matters, and I'm more comfortable with the Eagles down in the fourth quarter by a touchdown than I am the 49ers because I've seen more of from Jalen Hurts and the Eagles than I have from Brock Purdy right now. So that's why the Eagles are one for me and the 49ers are number two. All right. Nick, if we were breaking this down in March Madness terms, you have an elite six, and then your final four is just all over the place. <laughs> I love your 10 through five. I think it's very, very good. Then we get to that final four. You're butthurt four about the, the Ravens, top. aren't you? I am. You know, you were buttering my team up. They're top 10 mm-hmm. in this, top mm-hmm. 10 in that. Mm-hmm. I like them. But Blowing leads. It concerns that. It, it should look, concern you, too. Of course it, it does. It should concern you, too. Of course it does. I hear you on the Eagles, and, you know, you, you have to respect a team that finds ways to win. Obviously, you have to respect that. And if they've gotten outgained in their last four games by 100 or more yards, yep. it's not like they're, like, getting outgained like the Steelers are. They're getting crazy outgained. So I'm putting San Francisco at the top just because when they're fully healthy – they are beating people, and they're doing it convincingly. And obviously, we'll, we'll likely get the tiebreaker this week, right? I mean, if the Eagles beat the Niners by 10 points, two touchdowns, 
they'll be my number one next week. I can't argue head-to-head with that game. Whoever yep. whoever wins that game, I'm calling and looking at and definitively saying that that is the best team Agreed. in the NFL. Rankings help, but rankings aren't everything, right? There's other intangibles that aren't necessary. Well, there's, there are technically stats for everything. I mean, the NBA's got clutch stats. You know what I mean? Yep. But, like, there's something to be said for a team that when they're down Monday night football specifically, I just I keep thinking about what the Eagles did against the Chiefs and what they overcame, and I say... You need that in the playoffs, and that makes them so damn dangerous. I cannot wait for that game. Cannot wait. It's BetMGM tonight.